0: the sports marketing huddle, a podcast that takes a look at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, Nike, Under Armor, and Adidas are all not interested in Lonzo Ball. So Brian, what we're going to do on this podcast, we're taking the side of LeVar Ball. We're not going to talk about why what he's doing is a horrible idea. We're going to help him solve this problem because he has a top five lottery pick in the NBA on his hands. And if nothing else, LaVar Ball has been very disruptive to the industry at this moment. His success is irrelevant to this. What we're going to say is we want to help him succeed in this. So... Some backstory here. Never in the history of modern day shoe endorsements have big companies all stepped away from a potential top pick nearly two months before the NBA draft. Last week, Nike consultant George Raveling at Sports Business Journal's World Congress of Sports called Lavar Ball the worst thing to happen in basketball in the last hundred years. In his meetings with the big 3 shoe companies, LeVar insisted they license his upstart big baller brand from him and he also sh- showed the companies a show- shoe prototype of Alonzo's first shoe. So, what he wants to do is they're looking they're not looking for an endorsement deal, they're looking for a true partner. So what advice are we going to give LeVar Ball in how to create these partnerships? Because he said, I'm even open to talking to Facebook.
1: <laughs> oh, where do we want to start, dear Rob? Where do we want to start? I'm, I'm just scrolling through his, uh, his Twitter feed. This is, it's fascinating. And one thing
0: LeVar Ball said is, hey, the taxi industry wasn't ready for Uber either. So what I like about LeVar Ball is he at least has the confidence in balls to try pun intended <laughs> to try and make this happen he wants to land the first billion dollar shoe deal and channeling from our man grant cardone 10xing i can't tell you one other person who's tried to say i'm gonna try and get a billion dollar shoe deal well guess what the only way you're gonna get it is if you put it out there and how many times are you gonna have to hear no before you hear yes Well, guess what? All the no's don't matter because you're one step closer to a yes. Granted, he's doing this in a very non-traditional way, but there is potential because at the core of this, Lonzo Ball could be the next Magic Johnson. And if he does get drafted by the Lakers and he does turn the Lakers around, I can see an opportunity where Lonzo Ball is now one of the top five stars in all of basketball. What LeVar Ball is doing is essentially pre-selling that saying, I want you guys to write that check right now. And everybody else is like, now nah, we're cool.
1: <laughs> look, it's really it's really fascinating. It's very interesting because, you know, I can see it from both sides where I'm all about, look, build the personal brand, man. Like you got something to fall back on. I think it's really smart. Um, I like the entrepreneurship attached to it. I, I think the hesitation from a lot of the brands right now is is and will continue to be the fact of how much energy is being put into building his personal brand and his private brand stuff and his you know his shoe brand and all that stuff how much energy is going into that which could potentially have gone into you know know, perfecting himself as a player and i think that there's some hesitation around that where they want to say hey you know what You seem like the real deal right now, but I want to know you're still the real deal year two, three down the line. If I pay you all this money or somebody pays you all this money, then what happens? You're just going to back off because that was your goal? It wasn't really basketball. It was about making money? I don't know. And I think that's the hesitation that's happening. So if I was to give advice, I would say how – Figure out how you can change that narrative to where it's not about the money. It's not about the brand. It's about telling a story in a different way and getting him involved because I think it's like you're going to have to put basketball first, brand second, and right now, I think maybe that might be the hesitation where brand feels first.
0: So we talked about previously in uh, one of our older podcasts, Under Armour, and how they landed Steph Curry, and then how that's really helped with the resurgence for the brand there. Because Under Armour wasn't on the level of Nike and Adidas, but now they were one of the top three shoe brands listed right there. Noticeably absent was Reebok in that, by the way. Uh, So, Brian, is this a potential opportunity for a lesser-known brand to say, all right, right? we're going to go all in on this and live in this world of craziness to try and take it to a new level and say, well, you know what? We may just be putting all our chips in Lonzo Ball and Lavar Ball, and that may be a death sentence, but the game that they're playing, what could be the potential upside?
1: Well, uh, my question would be, are they willing to settle for a smaller brand? Because the way that they've been presenting themselves is that they only want the biggest and the best. And so if that's the case, then does a small brand stand a chance? And do they then, if they're trying to play this big baller brand, do they then potentially cut their shot with one of the bigger brands because they're locking themselves up with a smaller brand in the short term? So I think that's the challenge of putting the cart before the horse as much. I hate that term. I think that's kind of where we're at because- if, if they're putting, you know, Hey, look, like we're not going to do a deal and we want to be a billion dollar shoe deal. We want to, you know, build this big brand up, right? Well, if you're going that route, then you can't take a small up and coming sponsor, right? And a small and up and coming sponsor, who's going to put a lot of money on the line for themselves is going to want a long-term deal. So you kind of put yourself in a catch 22, which then is all right. Like at some point, you're gonna to have to make the decision. Like, do we step down to a smaller brand, or do we keep playing this game and try to get a bigger brand on board? Like, are they so, asking too much money? I don't know. Let's
0: remove shoe brand from this equation because he mentioned Facebook. So if he's already created his own shoe prototype, is would there be potential options outside of shoes where he says, "I just need to try and generate as much exposure as I possibly can"? To big baller brand, because that's what's gonna help me grow this to be the monster that it is around Lonzo and his two other sons there. So he mentioned Facebook. Could we see Facebook all of a sudden ever getting into some sort of sponsorship no, deal with no. someone like him? Zero right, chance. So, Done. so if the answer is no to Facebook, let's keep going down. At at what brand level does this become interesting, and who could that potentially be if it's a non-athletic shoe brand, if
1: anyone? I don't know, because here's the other challenge, I think. I'm thinking about this of like, look, I obviously got a lot of sports clients. I'm like, okay, like what? Cl- I'm not going to mention them on the show, but like, all right, what clients could theoretically sponsor, sponsor them that could get involved? And I'm thinking about it, and I'm thinking about the questions that they would ask me, and I'm like, well, here's a question. Like, okay, genuinely. Um, like I'm trying to find a win here and I'm just not finding it. Right. Because if big baller brands is what, what you know, the, the brand. Well, where does me, if I'm going to give you my brand equity, I'm going to give you my money. Where does my brand fall into this? Cause you're making hats, you're making shirts. Now you got shoes. Apparently you're trying to get off the ground. So what do I bring to the table that you're going to promote that gets me equity other than me giving you money? That's, I think, maybe might be more of the challenge for them right now is because it's not just the personal brand. They have a company that they're trying to grow. And so at what point, like, what is, what is, what is my company get out of giving them money? It would, would be my client's questions. And I, I don't know.
0: So would we like to see Big Baller Brand become the Truman Show? Is So if we want as much exposure possible, let's have... A camera crew around the family 24 hours a day like is it possible I don't know if that- anyone cares enough well I guess that's the thing is it possible for him to organically build this to the level that he wants to yeah without have some fucking patience
1: have some fucking patience dude <laughs> How old is this kid? I forget. I'm not trying to be negative. Nineteen. Okay, you're 19 years old, dude. You got a brand. You're building up your personal brand equity. You got a shot to be a big shot in the NBA if you if you keep pushing, dude. Become a big shot in the NBA. Do people are going to throw cash at you? What? Well, what why, why are you worried about it right now? And that might be some of the concerns of the bigger brands. Like, why are you worried about that right now? You got a brand. You're selling some stuff. You're probably not making a living off of it. But if you're selling big baller brands, you're making some t-shirt sales here and there, some hat sales, cool. Go and blow up in the NBA and guess what's going to happen to that brand? It's going to blow up. That's that's what I would do. So is the takeaway from this the misplaced focus
0: yeah. that they're putting the wrong thing before yeah. they should that hey, we're putting this brand first, but listen, everything's going to come to you once you deliver on the court because the proven model is there. It's just that LeVar Ball wants to be disruptive, but
1: is it almost he wants to be disruptive despite the fact that there may not be a need for it? There's not a need for it. Why do I need to buy this big baller brand's hat? Like, look, I might want to support them, and I think they're cool, and that's cool, and I might buy a hat. But like, if you're if you're also then trying to get equity and cash through, through a sponsorship from a brand, well, everything you're selling is competitive to the brands that play in this space—shirts, hats, sneakers. Okay, where does that leave you in the marketplace? I don't know. So that's a question for me. He goes like, "Well, all right, I I don't know." And then so if you're trying to tell me like, "Well, I want to sell this brand to a Nike or to somebody else." That's cool. But at the end of the day, Nike's still a business. They're, they're, their brand is still way bigger than Big Baller brands. Like, they don't need Big Baller brand. Like, Big Baller brand needs them. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, as much as I love it, as much as I appreciate the disruption in the marketplace, from a business perspective, you have to go, how do I make my money? Where's my cash? Where am I going to get paid? And if you're going to sponsor them as a player, well, guess what Nike's going on? I'm going to want my hat, my shirt, my shoes on the, on, on the kits, right? I want my hat on them, not their hat on them. And so if that's the case, you, you took me out of the marketplace as a possible sponsor. That's number one. Number two, if you want to grow big baller brands, which I like that idea – Dude, become a superstar in the NBA. Dude, and that you're gonna now you're gonna be the one that came in where you kind of had a little brand when you started, you became big, and then everybody wants your stuff. You don't need Nike at that point.
0: Is it possible that LeVar Ball is thinking too small? So he's thinking about just Lonzo and his two sons. But if he was really going to try and build this to the level, then he's gonna have to have created a model where he almost says I want to become the next rock nation where I'm going to represent athletes and let me throw my hat into the table for this and figure out ways to get better deals for other players. Because at the core of that, that's essentially what he's saying. Yeah. I can get more money for my three sons on my own than I can go into
1: somewhere else. Right? Yeah. But he hasn't yet. So would you sign up?
0: <laughs> so long <story laughs> I'm part, just think, being honest, man. Think, I'm like, bigger. well, this. Of of course. Would would you sign up? But I think that's the cachet of it is if he can say, fine, I'm going to figure out the way to to build the model around Lonzo, just like Chance the Rapper was doing, going independent on SoundCloud and channeling, channeling all of that and being the new voice and brand for a new generation of brand athletes.
1: Look, I don't dislike it. I like it. I, I like the idea of this. I just think that... They're not necessarily playing this the order that they need to. They're trying to be disruptive, and they're being disruptive, but not in a way that's necessarily benefiting them. Though, though... Let's, this, let's not discount the fact that maybe they're not so much worried about Big or brand and they're doing this to get PR all the time and say, oh, the three, the three kicked us out. And now you and I are talking about it. There's other headlines. People are talking about it. Maybe they don't care. Maybe they're using it just as a PR tool. And if that's the case, then there might be some real brilliance to this. I'm just not sure, right? You know, and I think that that's maybe some of the challenge is if they are looking to grow the brand or to get sponsorship, then I think that's the challenge where it's not really clear. There's not a clear, like, what's the next step. And so for me, like, look, if you're doing this for a PR stunt, it's going really well. You're doing a great job. If you're doing this because you want to get a sponsorship, the big baller brand is going to have to step aside. If you're doing this to grow big baller brand, have a little bit more patience, focus in on getting, you know, Lonzo to be this superstar. Dude, a big baller brand can blow up. And then you have leverage later, you know? Time for
0: today's action item. And guys, we want to hear your take specifically on this. We know that LeVar Ball is very polarizing. Love him or hate him. But what words of wisdom would you give him to help solve this problem?
1: As always, thanks for listening. You can subscribe to the Sports Marketing Huddle on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher.